Hello everyone and welcome to the flagship episode of Infosys Foundation's podcast on social innovation. My name is Shruti Khurana and I am the program director at Infosys Foundation. My guest here today is Mrs. Sudha Murthy, chairperson of Infosys Foundation, noted philanthropist, scholar and author whose thirst for knowledge and new ideas is absolutely contagious. In this episode, Mrs. Murthy and I will be delving into different aspects of social innovation what it means and how it can positively impact people's lives especially the thousands of underprivileged people in the country this is our very first episode so thank you so much for tuning in thank you also mrs murthy for joining me and our listeners here today namaste birth they say is an accident which leads to unequal circumstances and opportunities what have you seen during your initial days that led you to csr and this well i was brought up in a village with my grandparents i stayed for a long time and probably the way my grandparents lived it impacted me a lot more in my work i suppose than any book or any college uh, when we were young children so we had two three granaries at home where they'll store uh, rice uh, good quality of rice one and lower quality of red rice you know at the back of the house so morning time all grandchildren used to eat white rice and evening out of the always red rice but whenever uh, a fakir uh, you know in karnataka we get different kinds of people who will come and ask the alms uh, govind dasaya govinda say, who goes to tirupati there's a jangam who goes to sri shaila temple so different people used to come and they won't ask anything they just come and stand and we have to give them whatever you we have particularly money or grains this is a system i am talking about 65 years back so whenever anybody would come and they used to come quite regularly my grandfather would tell me i was a short girl you know so you get down into white good rice granary get the rice and two two major three major or whatever you you tell i will take it and give it to them the person who is to receive only will say may god bless you and not more than that and he will go and uh, once i asked this question you know i must have been 7 8 years old uh, why a person who comes and uh, stands in front of the house without even asking for what he has come you give rice good rice and we children grandchildren should eat uh, red rice in the night my grandfather told you uh, know my grandmother was not educated she told me in a very simple way whenever a guest comes and the guest is a god what you will do i said no no i'll give the best she said god comes in the form of these people you should give them without even questioning and then my grandfather was a sanskrit scholar he said in a different way he he quoted me taitri upanishad danam priyavak sahitam shraddhai danam ashraddhai nadanam he said whenever you give something give with a whole heart and happily to someone whenever you give you should believe in giving so that other person should prosper and whatever we have it has to be shared with everybody but god has given this to share with everybody and we have to share this with happiness with kind words never making that person oh i am asking this one or making him inferior because this is a god's work probably this is the first lesson i learned and the greatest impact you today is that danam priyavak sahitam shraddha hidanam that's absolutely such a thought provoking way of telling us and taking us back to the time when our childhoods were simpler we had grandparents you know giving us such values 
and uh, growing up with those kind of values. You're truly an example of that. Um, thank you. I think that was the perfect introduction that uh, brings us to our next question, which is about CSR. And eventually, all those years later, Infosys Foundation was started by you in 1996. And now, 22 years later, CSR has also become very integral to the corporate fabric of India. You have had the chance to witness CSR globally as well as in India. How have you seen CSR evolve globally and in our country, considering that you were among the front runners to actively engage in CSR and philanthropy? Giving to others was there in our society, but it was limited because for the last so many years, uh, average Indian was not rich, maybe colonization, maybe historical reasons. So in India, giving away was there, always have seen, but in a smaller form. And it was more limited to uh, community-wise thing. But the real concept of CSR, it's much more than that. There's absolutely no question of community or anything. You have to help the society so that society will be stabilized more in peace. It is very important that people should help others to make it more an even society. Corporates today are like as good as, you know, kingdoms in a way. So it is their duty, it is their essential duty to help have nots in the society so that wealth distribution is much better, there is a lot, lot more peace in the society. So in the last 22 years, Lot of uh, changes have happened. Initially, Infosys Foundation started with uh, 10 lakhs rupees or something, you know. And 10 lakhs was a big sum, I felt it, because suddenly even I was not used to. And I grew up with Infosys Foundation, then 32 lakhs. So we, we felt we start with uh, some money, and approximately where we have to work, poverty, this, that, etc. And of course, the work uh, has been much more than that. Funding is now 340 crores we spent. And when we started this, it was absolutely a new concept, particularly in the southern part, but not in Bombay. Bombay philanthropy started, or state of Maharashtra started much earlier than us. State of Gujarat started much earlier than this. If you give, a, if you, if there's an index of a good CSR, I consider Gujarat is number one. The reason is social can, uh, impact. Please remember, Mahatma Gandhi was from Gujarat. Sardar Vallabhbhai Patel was from Gujarat. Gujarat has this concept, their legacy is always a simple living, okay, originally. If you go to a, a today it might have changed with, along with others. Go to any function, the person sitting next to you wears a cotton sari, maybe a millionaire's wife, you can't even make out. Their concept is different. Maharashtra is another thing where the legacy of giving away, Maharshi Karve, in 1896, he started widow remarriage. When people are not even worried about such concept, never even thought about such concept, he had a widow remarriage and he got married to a widow and started uh, an, a school for them. Then everybody boycotted him, then he stayed in a village in Hingane, today the part of Pune. So these kind of, uh, uh, Bombay particularly because of Parsis, Parsis were the finest philanthropers because uh, when Jamshedji Tata was about to die, Someone asked, you know, one-third of his um, wealth, he wrote to uh, Indian Institute of Science, like a third child. He had two sons, third of the Indian Institute of Science, one-third, including the houses. He had 45 houses, 15 house um, apartments were given to Indian Institute of Science. 
Someone asked Mr. Tata, why are you doing this? He said, you know, he was tired. He said only one word, for the love of my country. Uh, Rockefeller Foundation or the Ford Foundation, they started much earlier than that because their economic system is so different. There's a social security there. Whereas in India, the social security is only children. The system was different. People are same. System makes you us to do different activities. Yes. Okay. I've seen, because I come from that kind of a background in a village, you know, you have everything plenty, but no uh, disposable income. And after a liberalization, there's a lot more disposable income. And when you have disposable income, your attitude towards life will be changed. Because you can give money, it's much, much better than giving one bag of uh, rice, because it can be used for buying, uh, buying books, you can buy it for uh, you know sewing machine, many things you can do. So liberalization probably gave us a great length, great help to start a better CSR. And when it became 2% of our profit, I was the first person extremely happy. Oh, we have 340 crores now. I wish it would have been in 96 or something. When I was young, I could have done a lot more, I felt. I would like to ask if we go back to your time between 1996 to say 2018, where do you think the Infosys Foundation has made the maximum impact? We have made many projects, maybe 1,000 projects by this time, and almost 1,000 crores, 899 or maybe 900 crores have already spent now. Impact-wise, I will tell you Devdasi. That was toughest and highest impact. If I may interject to also uh, explain a little bit about the concept of Devdasi. Your generation will not know that one. Even my generation probably was not aware. It was around, it is maybe around 2000 year old system in India. There existed the word Devadasi. That means the lady is always lady. A lady dedicates herself to the temple in fine arts. That is dance and music. The concept was very great and all these women were highly artistic. Painting, dancing, music. You know, in many ways they were very artistic and it was, they were supported by the kings or by the temple income because temple was also a source of income. And it continued for a long time and then over a period of time the concept of temple, devadasi, uh, more than that the economic condition for the temple reduced and the kings became not that powerful. Then devadasis became over a period of time, particularly last 200 years they were reduced to a prostitute. They will go and, because there is no dance, the, the, the temple never had so much of wealth to support them. Over a period of time, they became a village prostitute. So that means in those days, Devadasis were respected, they were artists, they had stature in the society, and choosing their partner was her wish. They were very prominent people. So they, it became like a, a circle. Devadasis uneducated, her children are uneducated, there is, they will be, the girls will be sold or they, you know, to that area, Kamatipura particularly in Bombay. And this is the first thing, without knowing, I thought I should touch that. Absolutely no idea how I'll get into that and I can change them. And on this I have written an article, 3000 stitches, I think. In fact, it is uh, the name of one of your books. Yeah. And yes. which is, it is the title story yeah. of that book. Yeah. And my father was a doctor and he told me, 
in your life if he came with me old man was a great asset to me to go to that area uh, rather than a young man so he told me in your life if you could change 10 devdasi bring them to normal life okay so that they should not practice that and you know help them to lead a normal life i'll be very proud that i gave birth to a daughter who could change such people's life which is toughest one and when he died i could change only seven and in the last 18 20 years i think 3000 of them have changed and that's the then i call 3000 stitches and that is the, the greatest impact i find it that it is social fabric change anything social fabric change requires a mindset change mindset change is not that easy so i think these are the three things i want to tell working with devdasi and money wise like metro is the highest one i know i'm sure it's going to impact entire bangalore city particularly electronic city line it will cost us almost 200 crores and within a, in a period of 3 to 5 years and uh, we will build very good toilets for passengers and maintain the entire building for 30 years technology is the greatest boon in social work for example uh, uh, we have an office a small office with 5 to 6 people and we manage 340 crores it's only because of only of course our people are very efficient second thing we use technology so much it is a paperless office and technology is a part of our csr and it increases our efficiency actually i feel with a very good technology and with a compassionate heart you can be much more efficient similarly in all villages i feel that when you teach children a communication language which is more relevant today it can help lot more they can get lot more job opportunities i completely agree thanks to technology we can see and hear many stories of young entrepreneurs and philanthropists using it to drive innovation and change innovation we think usually means high level of research it happens in pristine labs in corporate laboratories but then there's also innovation at grassroots what has your experience been with the types of innovation that you have seen well why people think innovation is in lab etc because you know people think innovation means iphone yes. innovation means computer okay innovation means something connected with the digital that's really not true there are many stories that can tell about innovation innovation happens actually in every area but people will not be aware it is not reported people don't copy it it is not scaled okay so it remains probably to that house to that uh, lane maybe to that village maybe to that district but in my experience i have found out two states in in india which are extremely innovative where they have extremely innovative people one is koimottur of tamil nadu that area second one is ludhiana of punjab there are many things i have seen in these two places but people are not aware and it is not publicized it is not been scaled up and they maybe they don't have idea that innovated something you know mirchi cutter has seen so many varieties in punjab so these are all new innovations but it is not scaled up it is not commercially viable they have not made but it has to be studied properly and that i feel is very essential if you want to make it nationally globally i like this concept and that is probably led to to me think of innovation award from infosys foundation Mrs Murthy thank you for an insightful and interesting perspective on CSR and the Arohan Social Awards it was wonderful to have you here today 
drawing from that spirit that drives the Infosys Foundation to support the less privileged sections of society, create opportunities and strive towards a more equitable society, the Arohan Social Awards is looking to reward individuals, teams and NGOs that come up with unique solutions that address challenges faced by Indian society. These solutions should be scalable and built with a vision to positively impact the underprivileged in India. The awards will accept submissions across six categories. 1. Healthcare 2. Rural Development 3. Destitute Care 4. Women, Safety and Empowerment 5. Education and Sports 6. Sustainability The first cycle of these awards have started and will continue till December 31, 2018. The contest will be open only to residents of India and the entries must be from adults, that is, people above the age of 18. Participants can submit entries describing their work in the form of videos that can be uploaded on the Arohan Social Awards website. The project must be a fully functioning prototype, not just a concept, idea or mock-up. However, the project cannot be for sale commercially. Infosys Foundation has committed up to 1.5 crore rupees as prize money for innovators. We thank you for staying with us and look forward to receiving your entries in this innovative challenge which is the first of its kind and scale by Infosys Foundation. For more information, please visit the Infosys Foundation website. Signing off, this is Shruti Khurana, Infosys Foundation.